Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we're going to spend some some time today talking about government documents that could dramatically change your life. I looked at this stuff 10 years ago. Then I came back and five years ago and I said, well, it hasn't happened yet. Did I overreact? And I thought, well, no. Why would they do what they did and put all these things in place? And now I'm seeing where this can come into play. And what I'm talking about first today is Executive Order 13603. Now, this was enacted by Obama, and when we come back from the break, I'm going to tell you what Obama's role was as president, what was supposed to happen, what got in the way, but why these threats are back now. Hey, we're brought to you by the best storable food company in the world, and it is My Patriot Supply. And you're going to need storable food, folks. If you don't get outside the system, you will live or not live to regret the day. And my Patriot Supply, well, we've talked about this many times. 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories per day, great price. They haven't raised the prices. They have specials galore. You can see it at foodwithdave.com. Food tastes great. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, lots of variety in the food. I can't stress to you strongly enough why you need to be doing this. That's foodwithdave.com. Also, we're brought to you by Water Filtration System. One of the fears I had with the Chinese balloons was that if they reached an altitude of 50,000, 60,000 feet, they could set off an EMP game over. Oh my gosh, game over. You'll be scavenging for everything, including water. Now, you'll find water, but will it be drinkable water? That's the catch. That's why you need the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It is number one in the industry for water purification. They publish the research at waterwithdave.com. There's also a great special. Save your life. Save your family's life. I would get more than one because things get broken, lost, stolen. And I highly recommend you do this and do it now because we're on the verge of war where all hell can break loose. That's waterwithdave.com. Well, when Obama came into power, uh, hope and change, hope and change. Uh, He hoped America changed, and it did. What Obama was, let me use a baseball term. In baseball and pitching, you've got the starting pitcher, not a factor in our discussion here. You've got the um, setup guy. 
He's the guy that comes in in the eighth inning, next to last inning, and he holds down the fort for the closer to come in and close the deal and preserve the victory. Obama was playing the eighth inning setup guy. He put all these things into power that he never acted on, and you know who was supposed to act on them, don't you? It was supposed to be Hillary Clinton, but well, Donald Trump rode in on his white horse and gave us a four-year reprieve. Actually, three when you count COVID in this. And it was three pretty good years. And we didn't have to go through the stuff that uh, the bad man set up for us, the Marxist dictator. Now Biden's here. His people... Um, are running the show for him corporations are running the show for him and they're about ready to get serious with the American people as we're saying no 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 we're not doing this we're not doing that people are waking up and the globalists are scared so I want to talk to you about something that Obama set into motion for Hillary to act upon but she didn't get to i think now we're going to see the obama excuse me the biden administration act upon this executive order 13603 and i want to remind everybody of something before i launch into this the legitimate authority for the government comes from the constitution the constitution's on life support it's barely breathing Article 1, Section 1 of the U.S. Constitution says, All legislative powers herein granted shall be vested in Congress of the United States. The key phrase here is herein granted. Those powers granted to Congress by the states and the people are delineated in Article 1, primarily in Section 8 of the same. Nowhere does the Constitution say that federal agencies can allocate all food, all energy, all water, all food, and all labor. Oh yeah, slave labor. However, this is precisely what Executive Order 13603 calls for. The Executive Order would be concerning enough uh, (laughs) because it turns the Constitution on its ear and makes subservient subjects of us all, not citizens, subjects. What Executive Order 13603 does is it declares de facto martial law. Papers, please, was a phrase that Americans used to utter in sarcastic tones in order to cast a negative light upon the totalitarianism of the first Hitler and then Stalin. In the present era, okay, President Obama, former President Obama, issued a similar edict that you had to have your papers. You were literal slaves to the state. And this was reflective in this monumental Executive Order 13603. All Americans now, when this is acted upon, are slaves to the whim of the state, both emergency and non-emergency conditions. Legal scholars agree. We are under martial law. And it's totally unconstitutional and illegal. But who's counting? What's really interesting to me, too, ladies and gentlemen, is it seems to me 
The lack of resolve that we have in America to stand up to this tyranny is stunning. Now, a little later in the broadcast, I'm going to go through and give you some psychological reasons why this is true. But some of us aren't affected. I'm not affected. I'm sure a lot of you out there in the audience, you're not affected. You're not brainwashed. Why are the masses? It's really a mystery, but I'm going to explore that later. But I will say this. A lot of us love our enslavement. There's a security to it, a dependability of predictive ability. According to Executive Order 13603, the president or the head of any federal agency that the president shall designate can conscript persons of outstanding experience and ability without compensation. This is Section 502 of Executive Order 13603. Loving your enslavement is the operative phrase here, ladies and gentlemen. It is the operative phrase. Now, under Executive Order 13603, and this thing is a monster in terms of length, they have two kinds of drafts. One is the one we're familiar with, the selective service where both men and women, now women, yes, can be drafted into military service and sent wherever, and they have no say. But there's a second draft that they account for in 13603. And what that is, is a draft by the Secretary of Labor at the behest of the President. Okay, so you're saying two drafts? Absolutely. Now, some people, when they first hear this, go, oh, Obama didn't do that, and Biden would never act on that. You're drinking from the Kool-Aid, Hodges. Well, let me read to you an excerpt here from the executive order. You could look it up. You could even go to your search engine and put in Executive Order 13603, go to Section 502, and you'll find this. Here it is, and I'm quoting from the Executive Order. Section 502, Consultants. The head of each agency otherwise delegated functions under this order is delegated the authority of the President under Section 710B, C, and Act 50 of U.S. Code, App. 2160 BC. Now, here's the key. They've now laid out your legal framework. They can employ persons of outstanding experience and ability without compensation and to employ experts, consultants, or organizations under the same purview. The authority delegated by this section may not be redelegated. In other words, they're saying they can snatch you and just like the Nazis did to the Jews in World War II, put them in work camps and make them do the jobs that they were supposed to do. By the way, the Nazis systematically starved the Jews by what they fed them and they reduced the calories over time. They died, they brought in new ones. This is the potential for what we're looking at here. A labor draft and as I want to say here, keyword, without compensation to employ experts, consultants, and organizations. In other words, they can come get your business and they can snap them up and say, you're going to work for us. Okay, so let's continue. This means that any president, 
and their fellow communists can seize any resource, property, or person at any time for any reason, include being able to force that person to perform assigned labor without being paid. There is only one word for forced labor, uncompensated employment. That would be slavery. Congratulations to President Obama for bringing this in. This was meant for Hillary but I said we got a reprieve and now we're looking at the Biden administration and I use Biden's name only as a reference point because he's not running anything um, what has happened under this executive order we have effectively repealed the 13th amendment against slavery section 601 of this act specifies how far the government can go in terms of making you their slave. So let me read to you the next section here, section 601 of the same act. The Secretary of Labor, in coordination with the Secretary of Defense, are the heads of other agencies as deemed appropriate by the Secretary of Labor, shall one, collect and maintain data necessary to make a continuing appraisal of the nation's workforce needs for purposes of national defense. Number two, upon request of the Director of the Selective Service and in coordination with the Secretary of Defense, assist the Director of Selective Service in development of policies regulating induction and deferment of persons for duty in the armed services. Okay, we're used to all that. That's Selective Service. Number three, upon request of the head of an agency under the under this order, consult with that agency with respect to, one, the effect of contemplated actions on labor demand and utilization so what they're saying here is this is that as people get drafted in the military well we're going to have to fill positions here at home okay and as i've already read to you in section 501 that's going to be slave labor uh let me continue on here Upon the request of any agency with authority under this order, they will consult with that agency with respect to the effect of contemplated actions on labor demand, the relation of labor demand to materials and facility requirements, and such other matters as will assist in making the exercise and priority of functions consistent with the utilization of a labor force and its distribution. Number four, upon request of the head of an agency with authority under this order, they will formulate plans, programs, and policies for meeting the labor requirements of actions to be taken for national defense purposes, estimate training needs to help assess national defense. So you got it. There's more to it, but you got the idea. This is an intergovernmental process where these organizations, the DOD, okay, the cabinet from various departments will work with each other to determine who goes to the military and who goes to the slave camps. All right. Is there anything else that we should know about this? Oh, yes. There's more about this particular situation that I want to cover with you. In just a second, I want to talk to you about how Executive Order 13603 extends over to food and food production and this will scare the living heck out of you some of you think i live on a ranch or a farm or know someone who does i'll be just fine well you may be changing your mind after you hear this stay tuned because we're going to take a quick break we come back i'll read to you more 
of Executive Order 13603. This time it'll be about using food as a weapon. Hey, is we're looking at the rolling out here of digital. It's getting close. And digital means total enslavement. I believe it's Mark of the Beast. I think it's a sign of things to come foretold in the book. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time book of revelation i'm really upset about it but there's things you can do i'm also concerned the government's going to seize your retirement there janet yellen's talking about uh, oh we just want to be custodians of it to protect it we don't need your protection janet okay and they also want to do all kinds of things do you know that the bank can steal your money Dodd-Frank gave him that permission in 2010, and the courts upheld it in 2012. So you need to limit the money you have in the bank down to operating capital, and you need to get invested somewhere else. Noble Gold can help you with all of this, and I really want to stress this to you, that Noble Gold is the best there is at converting retirement funds like 401ks and IRAs to gold-backed. And here's what I mean by this. They'll take your control of your IRA 401k and they'll convert it to a gold-backed one that you totally control and it's outside the purview of the government and the banks. 
Gold's held its value for 6,000 years. They also are going to give you a gift for any conversion like this of a one-quarter ounce gold American coin, gold American eagle coin. They also, too, will get you into gold and silver. Gold was the best investment in 2022 by far. If you were in the S&P, you lost 20%. If you were in Bitcoin, crypto, you lost 65%. Gold skyrocketed and silver was right on its wheels. Let Noble Gold help you. Now, they don't want to pressure you. They want your decision to be in this to be your decision. So what they want to do is send you an information packet. And if you like what you see, you call the number on the packet. It's easy, right? So just go to DaveHodgesGold.com. That's DaveHodgesGold.com. And have them send you this information packet that describes in more detail what I presented here. And you're going to say, this is for me. You call them up. And I'll tell you, this is what I've done. I have been an advertiser for Noble Gold for five years. And I've been a customer for four because I saw what a great job they did. Now, I have to give you this disclaimer courtesy of FTC regulations. I wonder if they made uh, Sam Bankman fraud say this with FTX. But anyway, here's the deal, and I'm being legitimate and sincere. Okay, past earnings are no reflection of future earnings, and everyone needs to realize that investments carry an inherent risk. Okay, so we know that. I've been a customer, like I said, for four years. Go to DaveHodgesGold.com. Okay, I mentioned here that... uh, Executive Order 13603 will give the power to whoever is the president at the time to control and nationalize all American food and food production. Now, how extensive will it be? Okay, I'm not going to ramble and say, well, they can do this and they can do that. I'm just going to read to you directly from the executive order, and then we'll discuss it. With a stroke of Obama's pen, he gave absolute control where all food over all food were his executive order 1360 states and this is absolutely amazing to me that this is incredible wow i just shake my head okay so they get into section e food resources and they define it it means all commodities and products simple mixed or compound or complements to such commodities or products that are capable of being ingested by, listen to this, by either human beings or animals, irrespective of other uses which such commodities or products may be put at all stages of processing from the raw commodity to the products thereof in edible form for human and animal consumption. Okay, continuing to quote, Food resources also means potable water, packaged in commercially marketable containers, all starches, all sugars, vegetables, and animal of marine fats and oils, seed, cotton, hemp, and flax fiber, but that doesn't mean any such material after it loses its identity as an agricultural commodity. Once it's declared that, it's always under the purview of the government. Okay, let's go to paragraph F. Food resource facilities means plants, machinery, vehicles, including on the farm. So you, if you're a farmer... You may own a tractor, you don't own the tractor anymore. And other facilities required for the production, processing, distribution, 
storage, including cold storage, of food resources for the domestic distribution of farm equipment, fertilizer, and so forth. This, and I'll put in my own words here, this unconstitutional executive order is particularly disturbing because it clearly states the government has control over anything that's capable of being ingested by humans or animals. And if you thought you and Fido were going to get through the food crisis by storing and consuming dog food, think again. It's important to understand how devastating this executive order is. And the American people really have no clue about the existence of this. I've written articles on this. I've appeared on other talk shows on this. And and I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, what's really most disturbing to me is how people aren't taking this seriously. But it's right here. It's right here. Um, Henry Kissinger once said, if you control oil, you control economics. But if you control food, you control people. And all dictators seek to control food. Let me go through some recent current events that you should be concerned about. Okay, current event number one. Over 110 food processing plants have been destroyed since Biden came to power. 110 coincidences. Do you even think that's realistic? But no one's asking any questions. Occasionally you'll get a report on this or that. But even Tucker's not covering this. The mainstream media has been absolutely silent on the destruction of food processing. And then we have problems with the food supply chain. And you remember in the early days of COVID and then later on and when the Biden administration came in and you had that wonderful uh, executive, Pete Buttigieg, what did he do when we were in crisis with the food supply chain? He went on paternity leave for a couple of months. Nice dedication to your job, Mayor Pete. But see, they don't care. They don't care. But it gets worse. We're now seeing eggs destroyed all over the world. Prominent egg farms being burned down. Okay, how many coincidences does it take to make a conspiracy? Can can I ask that question? I mean, you've got the biggest egg producing in New Zealand. You got the third biggest here in America. You've got distribution problems. You know, my wife, you know, we live in rural Arizona, northwest of uh, the outermost suburbs. And my wife drove into town and she went to two major department stores, grocery stores. And there were no eggs. This is last week. Periodic shortages of food are beginning to appear. And I have to tell you, I want to I digress for a second. I want to talk about predictive programming. Michael Bay was a producer of this show on TNT called The Last Ship. I believe it was a six-year series. And I'm going to walk you through what they did in this show. I think the show aired, uh, gosh, I don't remember when it aired. But Michael Bay, let me just say this. Michael Bay was someone who was too big for TNT. Too big for TNT. He was a major Hollywood producer. Okay, now 
to correct myself here, the last ship ran five years, but basically they ran six years of shows within five years. I know they had a problem with the lead actor with some emotional stuff, and uh, so they had to hurry up and get through. L- let let me tell you why they um, <laughs> what they covered on the show. Number one, for the first two years, they were consumed with a virus that was ravaging the planet. And um, it was a laboratory virus that had been mutated, and I believe it was out of Europe. Wow. Not Wuhan, but out of Europe. This was 2014. Uh, Yeah, a little bit before COVID, right? Isn't this interesting? And it was devised and set loose, and it killed 80% of humanity. Now, where the facts kind of disappear from the show is they had people that they called, I forgot, the immunes, and the immunes were people that couldn't catch it. It was about 10% of the population or 15% of the population. Uh, But you remember, Fauci, natural immunity, what's that? I think I've read it somewhere in a textbook. Do you remember that argument? Like, if you've already had it, why do you have to get the vaccine? Because you've already had it, and you should have natural immunity. And they poo-pooed that. Although they did have that in the show, The Last Ship. All right, so this went on for two years. Now, here's an interesting thing. First, you had to take the jab. Okay, then you're going to be saved. No side effects. It was wonderful. And then the jab mutated to where people just had to breathe on someone to inoculate them against the virus. You're saying, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, hold on. Isn't that shedding? Isn't that what we said people were getting vaccinated through shedding and they were having side effects from the vaccinations through shedding? We saw this on the the last ship. How would Michael Bay have known about this? We didn't know about this until COVID and the vaccine phenomena unfolded. Okay, so that was the first couple years of the show. Now, hear me, because this goes back to Executive Order 13603 and food. Another year of the show focused on some unknown pathogen virus that had been released that destroyed the food supply, and the world began to starve to death. And then the crew again with their brilliant people uh, and a scientist they uh, solved the problem. Sound strangely familiar here? This is interesting, isn't it? The final year of the show was spent acting out the drama that I often refer to as Red Dawn in honor of the 1985 movie of an invasion of communist forces across our southern border. That's exactly what happened in the show. This is predictive programming. Absolutely Positively, And there's another predictive programming show I want to just briefly call your attention to before we go back to this devastating phenomenon. And it was um, the show called Colony. Now, the backdrop was aliens invaded, okay, and took over the planet. But you're not really concerned that much with the aliens. The struggle of the show was about dictatorial DHS type organization with uh, a complete crackdown on freedom high tech martial law where drones and robots 
would kill people for being out after curfew. If they detected a gun, they were instantly killed. Uh, pretty interesting stuff. Um, what Colony showed us was how they controlled your diet, they controlled your work, they controlled your socialization, they controlled everything. This is what digital will bring in. Very predictive programming. They controlled your diet. And when we talk about Executive Order 13603, I've often asked myself the question, under what conditions will this come in? Are you wondering that at all? Under what conditions will this come in? I think wartime. And if you look at World War One and World War Two, you had food stamps and victory gardens and so forth and so on. And people had to have enough uh, stamps to buy boots or shoes or clothing because it had to all go to the war effort. Can you see this scenario happening? Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Jones. We don't have any meat anymore. You ha- that had to be sent to the troops in Ukraine fighting in Europe and on other several other continents. But we do have beetle burgers ready. So if you ever wondered how they're going to bring in the bugs as your, quote, source of protein, but bugs could be very dangerous, by the way, to eat. But they're going to bring that in. I think it'll be under the cover of warfare. I think your slave camps that I've talked about with slave labor under section, what was that, 501, 502 um, of this executive order, I believe that will come in under war. War is when your rights disappear. War is always run, at least total war, always run under, if it's not declared, it's acted upon, it's martial law. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. And I think this is really where we're going. And this will also give them, they being the globalists, to kill off a whole bunch of Americans. You won't be able to defend yourself. What do you think will happen to your guns? If you have a gun, you're going to be declared to be a domestic terrorist, and we will deal with you that way. It's a capital offense. I could see this coming, too. That's not in this executive order, but I could see this happening as well. Now, we're not totally done with Executive Order 13603, but the subject of camps makes me nervous. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples here why you should be concerned about being sent to a labor camp for your uncompensated labor. hope they give you room and board. It's really interesting. Um, Let me share with you one thing about camps that I find interesting. If you go to... uh, Army Field Manual. It's called FM 39.4. And you can sur- simply search engine that because it's been republished enough. Doug Hagman and I and some others were the first to really come across this. And and Doug wrote uh, one direction of it and I wrote another. Uh, they really complemented each other well. And Doug and I had some terrific interviews together where we compared notes. But Executive Order uh, 39.4 was about 
putting people in FEMA camps. And they said it was for protection, humanitarian purpose, for labor, blah, 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 blah. And the details of the FEMA camp legislation were stunning. I mean, the details were just so finite. But they left one thing out. When you bring together thousands of people in one camp, aren't you going to have mortality? Aren't people going to die from heart attacks, come down with cancer? Here's what's interesting about this. They never, ever, ever talked about disposal of dead bodies. Yet, they talked about how many people can eat at a time in the dining hall, when you'll eat, how they'll deal with trash disposal. Maybe that's what they'll do with the dead bodies. But what's interesting about that is we never got the details on how they deal with dead bodies. I think maybe because that was the part they wanted to leave out of the public awareness, knowing this would become public someday. i got to believe it'll be like the Chinese with the crematoriums. But let me share with you something else that you may not be aware of, and this is why the camps factor makes me very, very nervous. First of all, did you know that ICD... Uh, now it's, I believe it's 10, at the time was 9. Do you know ICD is like the medical codes for all medical treatments internationally? And it's also for mental health internationally. Okay, and did you know the ICD uh, camp, uh, excuse me, ICD regs? Listen to this, ICD-9-E978. That's a FEMA billing code for guillotines I wish I was making this up some of you I know this is going to bounce right off of you and go Dave there's just no way no way no way. well I'm sorry but it's right here death by guillotine is ICD-9-E978 you know how I found out about this I didn't find this I actually had a nurse who was familiar with ICD and that she did ICD coding and so forth and she was ICD coding something and going to the reference manual to make sure she had the final numbers correct and she found this and it was like holy crap Batman I could not believe this but it gets worse previously I published the fact that FEMA had imported hydrogen cyanide from Brazil in 2011. Those of you who followed me for 12 years now, you would remember this. This was dramatic. And I took a lot of heat from this. My communications was disrupted. The government didn't want this out. But it was part of the public record. And if you knew where to look, you could get it. And for some reason, they didn't classify it. Now, let me just uh, read to you here a paragraph of what I wrote 12 years ago, and I think you're going to find this really interesting. I published the fact that previously we imported hydrogen cyanide from Brazil in 2011. Because FEMA feared discovery, they began to label the containers as anything but other than what they were. Many people chose not to uh, believe that report. However, there was OSHA documentation, I'm going to reference here in a minute, by the way, which completely validates this claim. Further, based upon my claim, two readers of the Common Sense Show sent me similar documents that validated that FEMA was stockpiling deadly gas, which has been used in warfare to execute prisoners and prisoners within Nazi concentration camps in World War II. FEMA does not engage in war against foreign countries. Therefore, this gas could only have one purpose, to kill FEMA 
camp detainees. This is the smoking gun document I'm going to refer to here, but before I get to it, let me read to you one more passage here. This is just absolutely incredible uh, when you read this. How do they want to get people in the camps? Look up ESF 8 through 14. Celeste Solem, former FEMA official, and I did have done a number of shows on this. It's the ability to contain people in a medical facility because you're deemed to be a threat for transmission of some virus. But the standards are so low for con- for confinement. It's just absolutely amazing. Um, this all started under an Obama, surprise, surprise, executive order. And he said, well, if you've got you know runny nose and cold and you're sneezing and coughing and congested, we have the right to come and arrest you and put you away in a quarantine camp. And then um, this was based on an earlier executive order that was done by George W. Bush, and Obama perverted it to make it more FEMA campish, so to speak. Okay, so that was the justification to do it. Now, here's what's interesting. The governing agencies of these medical quarantine camps were to be HHS, that's Human Health Services, and with assistance from the United Nations. So if we had a major, major outbreak, the UN has the right now under this legislation to come in under HHS authority and do what they want to do. Now it gets worse. The camp details like FM 39.4 were stunning in their finite details. But what's really interesting is this. With all the details, how you're going to feed the quarantine people, okay, how they're going to be bunked, how you're going to transport them to the facility, how you'll employ private contractors to do the transport. They had all this stuff in these documents. But they left out one thing. They listed the sponsoring agencies. I'll just recite a few of them from memory. The FBI, HHS, the DEA, the National Guard. Uh, Can you get the idea? What's the one thing I'm leaving out? You're doing what? You're confining them for medical reasons, correct? Okay. Here's where it gets real interesting. There's not one participating government agency that is medical in nature wait a minute you're sending people in mass to a medical quarantine camp and you have no sponsoring medical organizations no CDC no NIH nothing not even Doctors Without Borders a private organization not even that People are being sent for quarantine to facilities that would be totally devoid of medical intervention. So please tell me, what is the real purpose? If they're not going to be treated, there's no medical provisions there, then what are they doing? Well, you might get some slave labor out of them, Executive Order 13603, and then you may exterminate them. 
And this is why in FM 39.4, they list all these stunning details about the camps, but they don't tell you what they're going to do with any dead bodies. It's like no one's ever going to die. Or is it that everyone dies and they don't want to let you know how and what they do with the bodies? It's incredible, isn't it? Now, so you don't doubt the veracity of my reporting here. Let me refer to you the to the hydrogen cyanide document that brought in this gas from Brazil. This is from FEMA, and they label this as non-flammable gas mixture MSDS-524, effective date February 16th, 2011, page 1 of 5. They call it the Material Safety Data Sheet. It was prepared to the U.S. by OSHA and the Canadians with their WHMIS organization was involved too. So Canadians who are listening to me, you could very well be victims of this as well. Uh, And do you doubt that Trudeau would do this? Okay, so they talk about how much is here. Um, The gas mixture is supplied in cylinders with 33 cubic feet, 935 liters, or less capacity, 39 cylinders. Okay, and they go through all the details. They even list phone numbers of the companies they're working with. This was absolutely incredible. And then they get into part two, page two, composition and information of ingredients. And they have the chemical name, exposure limits, and so forth. It's labeled hydrogen cyanide 74-90-8 space 0.0001-0.020%. Aha! That gives you the uh, lethality mixture. And they talk about here, well, we have great hazard identification, so if someone sees it, they know they shouldn't get into it. Okay, so uh, why would they have to bring hydrogen cyanide into the country? Why would they have to bring guillotines into the country? Guys, you can look all this up. In fact, I've listed this on the website. If you go to, um, what's the title here? Let me scroll up here real quick, and I'll give you a title. The Common Sense Show... Uh, dot com and I published an update. I'm looking at the updated article. I published the original in 2013, but I came back and did an update. Um, April 17th, 2020, White House down, a coup and counter coup, blah, 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 and President Trump's picture is on the front. Okay, so let's scroll down here. Um, and they, they talk about, this is just absolutely incredible to me. They talk about how they're going to bring the material into the country. (laughs) They talk about covert shipping. Why? Why? Why are they doing this? Now, I certainly can't do justice to this topic. 
um, in one setting. I, I, you know, there's only so much you can tell the people, but I want to go in a slightly different direction here. I want to mention something briefly, knowing that one day I'll do a much more detailed show on it. And it's called the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act. This gives the government to snatch you. See, 13603 means they can make you a slave, they can uh, turn you into the draft, and they can also take all your food and food production and equipment to produce food. Okay, but this goes a little further down the line. The NDAA means that if you're declared to be an enemy combatant, and I don't think it takes much to get that now, because effectively that's what uh, the DOJ and the FBI under Christopher Ray have declared the American Christians to be. If you pray in front of an abortion clinic, they'll kick in your door. The FBI will put guns to your kids' heads, and they won't repair the door, and they'll take you off to jail, even though it's a baseless charge. They just want to harass you. And they love to arrest pastors, and we've covered that ad nauseum over on our YouTube channel and some on our website at thecommonsenseshow.com. So, the NDAA is formalized to be arresting domestic terrorists, uh, enemy combatants, and they can just snatch you. And they can put you away. You don't get a lawyer. You don't get a phone call. They can hold you indefinitely. And if they give you a trial, they're allowed to use hearsay evidence. You don't get a lawyer. I mean, it's a total kangaroo court situation. And in this day and age, when we are labeling people as domestic terrorists for merely supporting America First candidates, and that's what Biden did in a speech with satanic background uh, on November 1st of 2022, I think we need to all be a little bit worried about how we can be uh, compromised. But we'll do more on the NDAA. But I want to talk about something else, too. Many of your churches have been weaponized against you. So if you think your church is just ignoring abortion and other key critical issues like transgendering kids before they're of an age where they could make a wise decision about what they should be or want to be, your church pastor has a good chance of being compromised. There are over a 100,000 pastors that belong to something under NOVAD, under the control of DHS, called the Clergy Response Team. Now, I was really lucky. When I was first in this business, I got to interview someone named Pastor Walter Mansfield. He's a true American hero and a true servant of God. And let me go through his story here with you very quickly to show how the church is selling you out. And one of their missions under NOVAD in DHS is to get you willingly to go to a camp. Um, after watching a number of videos and interviewing several pastors with regard to undermining the church by FEMA and DHS, I interviewed a whistleblower, and he was a pioneer in the formation of what they called the clergy response team. And his name was Walter, uh, Pastor Walter Mansfeld. Pa- the pastor was the first among pastors to be recruited as part of the CRT or clergy response team. And the revelations he made to me about this program made an indelible impression upon me. The government told pastors, preach Romans 13. Oh, 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 you've heard me tell this story. In a church I was attending, the assistant pastor got up and he said, he may not be a godly man, but if he's the leader, you got to do what he says because he's God's man. Romans 13. And I'm thinking, like hell, 
What if he's preaching to go out and kill six million Jews or do some other unspeakable act? No, I'm sorry. I put the rule of the Lord in the Ten Commandments ahead of Romans 13's faulty interpretation. You must do what the leader says. But this is what these pastors are told. Now, what's interesting is they also are going to be involved in forced population relocations. This was part of Pastor Mansfeld's training. He emphasized that when martial law is enacted, the enforcement would be immediate. In other words, family members would be separated from each other, and part of the training the clergy response team was to provide is how to help people deal with being separated from their families. He emphasized that the FEMA DHS drills were predicated on bioterrorism. The pastors were trained to go to homes where people refused to be relocated by authorities, and their immediate job was to convince the reluctant to immediately go to a relocation camp. Ostensibly, this was going to be done in lieu of sending in the SWAT teams, which would be the final result. Excuse me. I asked Pastor Mansfeld if FEMA camps were real, and this was about 12, 13 years ago, and he said, absolutely real. And he said the main goal of a pastor assigned to a FEMA camp was to bring order and encourage compliance with DHS and FEMA requests, hence the emphasis on Romans 13. The pastors were forced to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Pastor Mansfeld said, my agreement with God supersedes this. That's why he went public. The DHS document was prepared for the pastors and clearly stated that scripture had been used to oppress people in the past and presenters strongly discouraged its use. In other words, don't quote the Bible and don't talk about God. This was the commands these pastors were given. And I just, I look at this, let me just quote to you something here that I had in my notes. This is from DHS. During a time of crisis, people go through a crisis of faith. Sometimes quick mention of God in Scripture may not be helpful. As we all know, Scripture has been used to oppress, dominate, and at the same time be used for healing and reconciliation, renewing of relationship with God and people. If the pastor senses it's appropriate to use the Scripture in prayer, it must be carefully done only for healing. This is on page 14 of their document from Novad. Also on page 14 of the same training document, pastors were admonished to, quote, avoid unhealthy God talk. Specifically, pastors are ordered to avoid using references to God when helping people cope with the loss of a loved one. In other words, people are going to die in these FEMA camps. You're going to be separated from them. And so you're taught to say this, God must have needed him more than you. God never gives us more than we can handle. And they talked about the creation of safety zones and blah, 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 blah. So they wanted to use pastors before they had to kill people. Basically, they didn't want resistance that Saltz and Eatson talked about. Said we should have picked up the pokers and killed the KGB and maybe we could have stopped it. This is what they're trying to avoid here. And they wanted to use pastors as their first line of defense. How many are there? Well, I'm told by pastors they estimate, and my whistleblowers, about 100,000 of your pastors across the country belong to this. Oh, it's total betrayal. Total betrayal of the Word of God. Total betrayal of everything that we hold dear and sacred. And this is the clergy response team. 
Now, if we were to bring all of these factors together, starting with Executive Order 13603, FM 39.4, the importation of guillotines and cyanide to go to the camps, and the documentation's all at the commonsenseshow.com. You can go to the search engine, put them in, and I have the links. I would not say these things if this was not factual. But this was set up mostly in the Obama years, and like I said, he was the eighth inning setup man waiting for the closer of Hillary Clinton. But thank goodness and praise the Lord, we didn't get the wicked witch herself, Hillary Clinton, who, by the way, is a Satanist and she openly worships at a Satanic temple in Los Angeles. I believe she goes there once a month, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, this is what we're fighting against. This is pure evil, absolutely evil. And it's all designed to depopulate America. The Deagle Report, and this is what I want to close with. The Deagle Report, if you're familiar with it, you, if you don't get it, you, you, you can't get it now. But you can go to a website that's published it. I have. You put in Deagle, D-E-A-G-E-L, and you'll see that when the war breaks out, the U.S. and, and the U.K. have 90% casualties, Their GDP is reduced in both countries to about 8% of what it was. Military strength about 12%, which means they have a token army of capitulators to oversee all of us like the show colony. Um, This is what we're looking at. This is our future. This is the design takedown of America because the CCP and the World Economic Forum and the Bank of International Settlements from the Rothschilds, they want you dead. They can't have a prosperous America and people that have notions of God-given freedom. You can't have that. Not if you're going to turn the world into a neo-feudalistic state. I'm going to refer you to um, February 13th on YouTube. And what I want you to do is go and read a four-part series I did. And I said, Biden, uh, Biden's globalist friends declares war on the suburbs. And basically, it's the subjugation of our society into stack-and-pack cities. That's all part of this, too. And this dovetails right in combination with all of this. When I first heard this stuff, I thought it was nuts until I started seeing the documentation. And that's why I encourage you to go to my search engine, use the documentation, put in some of the things we've talked about. It'll pop up. In fact, many, several articles will pop up. And you'll notice I've done Executive Order 13603 probably a dozen times through the years because people just don't get it. So I want to keep saying it until they finally get it. And I hope that we'll get it because then we got to realize we have no choice but to stand. Stand up and stop this now. This is where they're taking us. In fact, actually I have an article on the site I talked about how Venezuela was used to beta test 13603. They followed it to a T. So if this was not part of the beta test, it was one heck of a coincidence because they went letter of the law by Executive Order 13603. So I believe they beta tested it in Venezuela for use in America, and this is coming to our country unless we're able to stop it. We have two defenses here. One... We're the most heavily armed country in the world with a civilian population. 
That's a defense, and this is why we had the Second Amendment to defend against this stuff. But number two, getting on bended knee, confessing your sins, and submitting yourself to the will of Jesus Christ, who can do miracles. And Lord knows we need a miracle because they control every avenue of society. They con- we outnumber them, but they control all the centers of power, and it's no accident. Given you a lot to think about. I would encourage you to do your own research. Don't take my word for anything. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.